I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Today, we're jumping in everyone's business. Honestly. I've been in a situation with this guy for five years. You what? If this ain't sounding like the plot of a good Tyler Perry film, I don't know what. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the To My Sisters podcast. I'm Renee and I'm Courtney and we are your online big sisters and hosts of the To My Sisters podcast. Now we are all about the wellness, growth and development of a community of sisters across the world. And in today's episode, we are going to do something very, very, very different. Mm. <laughs> Today is a gisting, gossiping, um, girl chat this thing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we have a whole heap of just backlogged dilemmas from you sisters and we thought you know what it's cute doing this whole attacking them one by one mm-hmm. but let's just sit down and have a good talk we even forgot our tea and our coffee today I know. we forgot to I do the sip needed to get my hot chocolate we're gonna jump into your dilemmas today and give you advice just talk about mm-hmm. the situations that are going on because clearly there's a lot of madness roaming around the globe mm-hmm. at the, the moment sisters. The sisters. Um, and the sisters are in need of help and we are here to give our little two pens so <laughs> today we're going to be talking about your dilemmas and whether you can relate or not we have some advice for you but we want to mainly hear from you in the comments today we're jumping in everyone's business honestly all of us you know already. transparency is a sisterhood around mm-hmm. here so please leave your comments get ready for all the dilemmas we have to you to say today we have about four um but we want you to actually advise our sisters with wisdom love compassion kindness all of that you know what we're about around here um but grab a cup of tea today piping hot let's jump into these dilemmas baby i'm excited dilemma number one because this one is the one that's going to be shacking all of us (laughs) in our bones okay (laughs) Mm. i'm so ready for this one what you got for me miss courtney (sighs) let me open it up right now (laughs) hey sis so i was with my boyfriend for nearly a year i thought we were happy and our relationship was like most people with its ups and downs but we were working through them however we broke up recently Because he had been cheating with my friend. After I found out and confronted him about it, he then let me know that he wanted us to break up. And when we did, he got together with her. As you can imagine, I'm heartbroken. I want to know how to forgive my friend and get over the heartbreak because I feel betrayed. I don't want a relationship anytime soon, but I know I'm going to have difficulty trusting anyone after having this happen to me. Please help. Mm. I'm shocked I haven't seen your name in the news because I would have killed. <laughs> Murder. Finished. Done. 
I was just, you know what? I was genuinely thinking that as you read the <laughs> dilemma. I was genuinely thinking, wow, sis, oh. you've actually done a lot of work already. Sis said, I want to know how to forgive my friend and get over heartbreak. Was, you've done 70% of the work. You've You're there. literally done You're there. God the bless. Usually it's, uh, am I out of line for wanting to kill somebody's cat or something? But it... Wow, you want to forgive them? That's forgive. really forgive. She big said, of you. I want to know how to forgive. Not petty, because it seems that you may have just completely <laughs> overcome your petty stage. Oh, Courtney, you know me. There's still an ounce of pettiness <laughs> that <laughs> exists. Um, yeah, yeah. First sis. of all, I just want to say, sis, I'm really sorry you had to go through Fairy. that. It's genuinely not nice to be cheated on. It's yeah. genuinely not nice to have your trust um, just completely shattered like mm. that. And I really do hope that the sister, you know, that was your former friend that is now with your current lover is listening in no, to TMS Radio. Oh um, <laughs> <laughs> we had the conversation about this. The word lover is just so, it just sounds so that is currently with your lover. <laughs> the sister that is currently shacking shack up with your lover. I hope that she's listening to the TMS radios. And if oh. not, feel free to forward on, you know, TMS so that at some point she can hear this because, you know, we definitely do not condone stealing anybody's man over at tms but yeah i firstly just want to say like genuinely congratulations super super sorry that this has happened to you genuinely congratulations for overcoming oh okay i, was about to say. I didn't even i didn't structure the sentence as well because congr- you did congr- not hit the congratulations. <laughs> congratulations for coming to this point yeah, in your healing process <laughs> And I'm super sorry that you've had to go through this um, encounter and you genuinely deserve more. It, it even feels like this is a very, very quick way to respond to your dilemma because I think it's, you've already mm. done the work in so far as you've gotten to a point where you can say, okay, how do I actively process that mm. pain and, you know, actually actively try and forgive these mm. two people? Um, and then for you, it's the double whammy of your boyfriend and your friend I just, this genuinely sounds like a Jerry Springer slash Maury Povich show. Like I just cannot. Um, And I think we kind of talk about this quite a lot. And I think you've already, you're already there in so far Mm. as like Mm. self-awareness. But really understanding how that pain has affected you and the dynamics Mm. of your relationships. Um, you ha- I, I don't think it's quite clear whether you want to continue relationships with both of them. I... Mm depends on you i mean point. personally for me i don't think maybe courtney's a better person than i but personally with me i don't think i could continue a relationship in any format with either of the people in question Not at um, all. Pu- <laughs> purely because i wouldn't have gotten to that stage by then <laughs> um and that level of disrespect to me is um it, it would it would take a lot for me to get to that point where i could see myself with both of you 100%. as well as the fact that they're actually now actively together it's not even just a you know you guys have broken up and there's been distrust in, yeah. under, in like one season yeah but this is actively a ongoing relationship yeah. so i think the forgiveness it really very much depends on what you actually seek to get out of it do you mm. actually want to have some kind of re- like working relationship with both of them or is this more of an internal thing where you're actually seeking forgiveness in order to help you you know close the chapter Mm. and heal um i'm gonna err on the side of the latter 
Um, and I love the fact that you also said you're not ready for a relationship. It means you're also not yeah. looking for a rebound, sis, which is great. Amazing. Um, and I think, yeah, just use this as a time to really work on yourself, really journal, get out those emotions. Um, if you can, I would definitely say to seek therapy as well. This is definitely a traumatic episode and a traumatic experience. And I think you're very well within, um, you know, your, your, your dues to go and actually actively seek professional help for it oh, and yeah, um, overcoming sure. it in case there's anything internally that you still need to work through. Yeah. But other than that, I think sis, you're already there. You're already very much on, you know, on the journey. And I commend you for the strength, um, of having to go through these, this, this kind of thing. Um, and genuinely send you so much love, light luck and you know when you are ready to pursue a relationship romantically i hope it does go well and more importantly i hope that this also doesn't impact the way that you see friendship as well because often we can focus a lot on romantic relationships but not really deal with the fact that this kind of episode can also have such a impact a lasting impact on the way that you open up to people platonically as well Mm -hmm. so do lean in to your other friends as well um, and use them as a communal support system as you go through yeah, this time. That's good. But Courtney, that's please, good. I would love to hear what you have to say because <laughs> I'm trying to be measured. You know what's mad? I've, I've been in this situation before. I know. Mm-hmm. Talk, talk to us. Talk to us. So, mm-hmm. When I was talk younger. About those heifers. I'm you so ain't lie. You ain't never lie. Um, so mm. when I was younger, I was in a relationship with a guy. The thing is, this is less serious than this because I was much younger. The relationship was one of them. It was heartbreaking at the time. But mm. you know when mm. you were like, how old was I? You were like 15 or something. So anyways, I was in a relationship with a guy. Turned out he was cheating on me with my best friend who set us up together. Mm. And she had been my best friend since primary school. Crazy. Yeah. So... Effort. Indeed. So, (laughs) (laughs) can't disagree with you there. Um, I think you've actually touched on the many different uh, points of tension here, which is obviously healing from a breakup in Mm, general mm. is super painful. But like Renee said, I think you've done the work, sis, in terms of you're on that journey of healing in a healthy way. And I'm sure you've gone through all those you know seven stages of grief or whatever they call it um but you you seem to have arrived at a place where you're genuinely seeking to move on in a way that is most healthy for you um I think the the bit that grieves me is actually the thing that you mentioned about how does this affect the way you view trusting friends and romantic partners because when somebody abuses your trust like this when you have a friend that can actually look at you being happy Can you imagine? and then say I want to snatch that thing that has made you happy and have it for myself how do you then believe that anyone around you actually wants the best for you do you get what I mean mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's I think the most heartbreaking thing of this and I love what um, Renee said about leaning on the community that you do have currently and knowing that you know this was one bad seed, one bad apple. And unfortunately, a lot of sisters, a lot of women can be really poorly behaved. Mm. And this isn't a reflection of female friendship um, mm-hmm. and the majority of female friendships that exist. I think it's a, it, incredibly amazing to want to forgive her. But I think one thing we have to always acknowledge is forgiveness doesn't mean that repercussions aren't 
aren't um, displayed. So if somebody has done something that has violated your trust, violated your relationship, completely proven that they do not care about you enough mm. to want to protect your feelings, they don't have to be your friend anymore. And you can release all the anger that you have towards them and genuinely want the best for them whilst not letting them partake in your life anymore and revoking that privilege from them because clearly they don't deserve it. So I think, yes, seek out forgiveness, but still put, you know, I know people say forgive and forget until she proves to you that she has completely changed. And I don't know how she'll be able to do that. I don't know if she can occupy the same position she had in your life as your friend. Um, But then the other issue is, uh, do you not want to, you want to protect yourself from having to see their relationship all the time, unless you are genuinely like, you know what? And I doubt anyone gets to this place, but Hey, (laughs) unless you genuinely think, you know what? He's happier with her. And Mm. I'm happy that he's happier with her. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, unless you genuinely get to a place where you're like, he's happier with her and I'm happy that he's happy. Do you get what I mean? I'm happy that he's happier than he was with me. Then yeah, maybe for you seeing their happiness won't make you upset. But if it were me, (laughs) (laughs) I, (laughs) (laughs) I could never. So I feel like (laughs) this whole situation is just a, you know what? Take yourself and go and just start a new path of happiness away from these people be going be going going. um and like you said i love that you said you know you're not looking for a relationship anytime soon because Mm. rebounds especially when you're this fragile um can seem so optimal but really Mm. it's just even further destruction Mm. so about having difficulty trusting anyone again this is a real hard thing Mm. and you have to give yourself the time um it will make you suspicious of people and their motives and their behaviors, especially in romantic relationships and friendships. Um, But I think you have to choose to give people the benefit of the doubt and see their good intentions, you know, see their good intentions until they prove to you otherwise. Um, Because I think with situations like this, the, the, the pain is how could I not see this coming? Like, how could I have let you be around me around us? Mm -hmm. How could Mm -hmm. I be going through my relationship? Not knowing that one, you're cheating on me two my friend is cheating on me with you and both of you are betraying my trust and mm. making basically making a mockery of me how could I not know yeah. um and I think it, with situations like this the immediate reaction is what's wrong with me mm-hmm. was I a good enough girlfriend um how could I have not known was I discerning enough was I wise enough was yeah. I just foolish No, none of that. This has no reflection on you. This has everything to do with their bad character, their bad morals, their poor behavior. And even if they are happy with each other, which I actually genuinely hope they are, they're going to have to deal with that within their own relationship because both of them are liars. And they're going to have to... No, because if you... You know that saying, (laughs) how you keep them is how you lose them. If you cheat on somebody with someone how do you expect them to stay faithful with you you're both liars you're capable of betrayal no i'm screaming courtney the vim with which you said that you ain't lied just want to give the lord's humble truth no as listen as we said we hope that good sisters listening in and listening very very carefully your ears are open 
as you said, Courtney, the way you keep them is the way that you will lose them. And having that as the beginning of your relationship does set a very dangerous mm. pres- precedent. Mm. And it's not even a case of like, can you trust them? But can you also trust yourself? Because oftentimes when, you know, women or, you know, anyone gets into a relationship that had infidelity at the beginning, mm. we often project and think, oh, the issue was not necessarily me, mm. but it's, you know, the guy that had the relationship mm. or the guy. But in this situation, you are actually the friend. So there was a level of betrayal there that was, again, double whammy. The fact that you're with somebody that's already with someone and that someone that they're with is your friend. So I think it's not even a case of her being fearful of losing him. She needs to check herself because she is also a very, very, very big problem. She's dangerous. Dangerous. She's dangerous. <laughs> dangerous. <laughs> listen, and dangerous. Any, listen, we've already dealt with a couple, of, like a sister in the past who was, you know, had her eye oh, roaming yeah, on yeah. the guy with the girlfriend. For any sisters out there, if you are in a situation with somebody that is currently seeing somebody, or if you have a crush on somebody that is hooked up with somebody else, respectfully, this is a reminder to mind your business please like renee said we don't touch things that don't belong to us we don't no we don't do that it's not classy it's not classy it's not nice look class it's look class (laughs) 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 oh wow men are mad mad. sometimes they're also mad Madder, in fact. It but honestly, like Renee said, sending you loads of love, light, and luck in this situation. Um, and just saying, you know what? Sis, you're on the right path to healing and you will find amazing friends. You will find um, an amazing partner, but we want it to be um, after you doing the work of making sure you're okay. And it sounds like you're already willing to endeavor on that journey. Um, And we are here to support you however we can. Love you loads. Love you loads. But with that, move on to the next tomfoolery (laughs) of the Dilemma episode. go. All right, what I got for you, Miss Courtney. Okay. Hey, sisters. (laughs) (laughs) Sending you love from Texas. Hey, okay. Uh, we love it. We United States of America. America. We love it. We love it. I'm new to the sisterhood, discovered this platform on YouTube, and I'm so grateful to have found y'all. Y'all. <laughs> <laughs> We're grateful you're here, baby. You both bring so much joy to my week. I've been in a situation with this guy for five years. You what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I guess I'm <laughs> been in a situation with this guy. For five years. Continue. (laughs) He let me know upfront that he wasn't ready to be in a relationship at that time. However, I never implemented proper boundaries to maintain just our friendship. Mm. I tried to prove I was down for him, including helping him with his schoolwork, letting him borrow money, helping him start his business and more. I also ended up discovering... (laughs) I also ended up discovering he was with two other women at the same time. I've had to get the police involved at least three Not times. Not the police. <laughs> I've had to get the police involved at least three times. And he's also broken into my apartment a few times when I would try to end the conversation. Long story short, he's now ready to give us a fair shot. And I feel like he's rushing this because he knows I'm leaving the city to move back home with my family. Mm. What should I do? Run away, go mm-hmm. home. Run away. Go home. <laughs> Change your number. <laughs> you have to go away. 
that's the only way this <laughs> that's the only way this man is going to actually leave you alone little um, erica was only 10 years old she's steady trying to figure why the world is so cold what song is this? you remember that and um, ludicrous and mary no. j blige runaway no. love courtney i'm sorry no that's your homework tonight you know okay ah. <laughs> sisters let me know if you know that song ah, courtney runaway love I don't know. It. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> nah, you have to run away. Pack yes. your bags. This person is crazy. Oh, um, is. and yeah. also, I'm glad you said you didn't lay the boundaries because clearly you already know mm-hmm. where you went wrong with mm. that. So obviously, you know we're all about accountability around mm-hmm. here. You already know what's up. But I think there is no simpler thing to do than just to leave because what are you going to have a relationship with this man there's clearly already oh. violations no i couldn't you killed me how can you say a relationship with this guy stop it you've been in a situation for five years half a decade without commitment mm. clear communication mm. tr- healthy boundaries mm. Being able to trust him with your life. (laughs) And infidelity. Theft. No, not theft. (laughs) The police. If this ain't sounding like the plot of a good Tyler Perry film, I don't know what. (laughs) It is. Dead it. (laughs) You actually deserve so much better. Um, And I think this whole thing was started by the whole... Getting involved with someone who has not made it clear that they actually want you. Mm. And people will take advantage. Mm. People will easily take advantage. Someone will say, I don't want a relationship, but everybody wants relationship benefits, right? I want you to cook for me. I want you to help me with things. I want you to help me step my money up. Mm. I just don't want to give you me, right? In Mm. response to that, but I will happily take you. Don't do that. Wow. Don't do that. We don't do that. I feel like this is just a great point to just start again. Mm. Take all these lessons and start with somebody else. And I'm glad you already know the police number because if this guy knows, because the fear, my my initial thoughts, my initial thoughts, my initial thoughts (laughs) is she's going to leave and he's going to follow. And he already sounds like he's he knows how to cross a couple lines. Creepy, cruel, Do you get what I mean? Yeah, creepy. I am one who mm-hmm. always tells people, call the police, call rely the on the authorities. Call the feds. You have to call the feds. And you've got to get things in place. And for women, it can be more scary because mm. sometimes partners can be very dangerous mm-hmm. and we get very mm-hmm. scared. Yeah. But it doesn't mean you have to stay in that bondage. Mm. Um, so apply wisdom, but sis reclaim your time your power your energy and get out of a situationship for five that's the bit that's juking me you I, know, know. I know five I years know. i know girl i know i know um no <laughs> it's when you no. there's a lot of things that happen in five years i was about know. to say it's really people meet easy. get engaged get married and have first kids in five, five years. years and yeah my good sisters, yeah. With a madman, I just, everything that you yeah. said, Courtney, I feel like we're such on the same wavelength in yes. terms of our response to dilemmas <laughs> today. Because the first thing in my head, literally, run. 
That was literally, I was just looking at this like, sis, you got to run, pack your belongings and be going. Because, and again, I love what you said about the fact that she's taken accountability for her own in this situation. Yeah. Insofar as when you don't maintain clear boundaries with folks, people always take advantage. Oh. They always use that gray space, that liminal area mm. to be doing up things that, you know, you don't really want to be doing or mm. things that make it difficult. And it's awkward because when you're in a situation, you can never really quite say, oh, um, you, you don't even have the authority to now be like, why are you with other people? Because you never mm. made it clear that you were exclusive in the first place. This in is fact, it. he made it clear that he wasn't, you know, ready exclusive, to be in a relationship yeah. and ready to be exclusive. So this really does have you out here looking like a fool, getting, you know, being teen, torn up over somebody's son that doesn't want to be with you, at least in the first place. And we do need to talk about men, but also women, but mm. men who also do get um, freaked out by the possibility of losing someone without actually feeling like they need to commit first. Mm. A lot of guys, it's only when they're on the brink of losing something, they will suddenly wake up and yeah. realize, oh, this is a good thing in yeah. my life. Let me keep her around. Yeah. But because you have set the precedent in which he communicates with you and in which he uses you and all of that kind of stuff. He, in his mind, he was like, this girl is never going to leave she's because she's in love with anywhere. me. But now there's actually the very real prospect of him losing you forever. Yeah. Now he's woken up and decided that he wants you. And I don't know about you, mm. but I don't want to be somebody's last resort or last chance. Mm. I want, I want to be somebody's priority. Mm. I want to be somebody's first. Give it. You know, I want to be the, yep, we're dating. Speak now I want to be with truth. you. I want to be exclusive. I don't want That's this what we deserve. Of, this is what you deserve. This I don't want this nonsense deserve. of, um, yeah, we're just in a situation. We'll see how things go and all of that kind of like stuff. <laughs> Not with me. It's been five years. <laughs> are you telling you, me you still can't, you, you still don't know where things are going? You still can't see where clearly, things are going? Clearly you're blind. Cle- clearly we need you're to blind. focus on the prescription of your glasses. 100%. Clearly, you need to go uh-huh. to therapy. But the thing is, I find that it's because a lot of us women, we won't create that uh, boundary oh, or that expectation. Do you get it's what true. I mean? It's As true. in like, in the sense, and this is not, this is, you know, we're all about accountability here, self-awareness here, you know, sis, we're not going to strike stroke anyone's ego, right? Mm-hmm. And obviously this is also a judge-free zone because we've all been there. But in the sense that, Will we create the expectation mm. that I will not give you certain things or access to certain things mm-hmm, mm-hmm. until you meet the necessary requirements to access those things? Yep. For example, I won't be able to help you build this business or lend you money if I am not your girlfriend or your wife. I'm sorry. What? And I won't be shamed out of having that standard for mm, my life mm, because mm, i will not give you like they say wife privileges yep with barely even a girlfriend title Bro. Do you know how why or a girlfriend level of commitment nope nope why should i give you all of me for nothing in return absolutely nothing in return not a promise nope. not even a vague sentiment And do you know what was even more infuriating about this is the whole trap that women fall into of trying to prove themselves worthy of commitment. This is it. Take the food inside the tin (laughs) as it is described outside (laughs) of the tin. He said he's not ready for a relationship. There's nothing that you can do to, you know, get him to pick you or change his mind. You don't need to be, you don't have to prove yourself worthy of being somebody's first place. Mm. 
You just don't. And I just know that whole, uh, no. To, to no. prove that I was down for him, that I could change his mind. And it's only after five years of bondage, he decides, and it's not even because it's been five years, but it's because he's, he's, he's going to lose you. A hundred percent. And you've been giving him a good deal so far. You can do so much, much better. better. And that's what I love, like, about what you're saying. There are men and there should be men and men who are real men who will know exactly what they want mm. and that they will know I want you. Yeah. And yes, it may take them a long time to realize it, but that's why you got to learn to be okay. This is it. Because the thing you don't want to do is compromise these necessary values, right? We're not yeah. just talking about compromising on small things. We're talking about your actual well-being, your happiness, your security. Yeah. You're sacrificing that in hope of a, hope. not even a possibility. The possibility is so slim and he's let you know that. Mm. The possibility of commitment is slim mm. and he's let you know it repeatedly over five years yeah. in this case. What are we holding for? What are we waiting for? Nothing is miraculously going to change where there are men out there who will see you mm. see your efforts see your lifestyle see your wisdom your mind everything that you have and think i actually want to give it a go yeah. in committing to you and spending the rest of my life with you yeah. are those men everywhere are there a lot of them probably not but like i always say it only takes one and we're waiting on that one we will wait for that unless you're into like polygamy and stuff that's up to you but that's up to you well, 100% <laughs> focus on yourself because yeah this is madness yeah. and we like peaceful lives we like peaceful men <laughs> um you can definitely do better and I think especially the fact that this has been five years of a situationship mm. I think you genuinely do need some time to just focus on yourself and figure out what mm. you want and what you will stand for and stuff like that I don't want you to just feel like you have to almost give in because you've invested Mm. invested five years of your time into this guy who wasn't mm. willing to invest it back in you mm -hmm. so even though now he's saying that he wants to actions always speak louder than he's 100%. had five years he's had five that's years a long to time. prove himself five years he's had five years he's shown you who he is babe and if he wanted to he would have yeah but the thing is if okay maybe i feel like sometimes we're a bit we're quite cutthroat people yeah. but okay let me give a more tender kind of some. If you feel like you and this man could work. I don't know. Him. <laughs> it, he could be going for a rough patch. I don't for know. five years. People have their seasons. For five years. Sometimes they're not seasons. <laughs> <laughs> but if you feel like you and him could work. Because I understand love. Love really makes you feel like. No, this could be him, right? Sis isn't dumb. Five years, there has to have been a reason. Those moments of joy, those, I'm trying to be compassionate. Uh, Why are yeah, you looking at no, me? No. Those, mm -hmm. those moments of joy, mm -hmm. whatever happiness they had over those five mm -hmm. years. This man has a lot of proving to do. If he wants you in the way that you deserve to be wanted right now, okay? He needs to prove himself 
stops sacrificing. It's his mm. turn to sacrifice now. Mm. If you're moving with your parents and he wants to prove to you that he really likes you, then he needs to put in effort to show you that whilst you're going on with your life, he actually still wants to journey with you yeah. to where it is that you are going. Yeah. He needs to start making sacrifices now. If you want to give him a chance, put him on the ropes and let him show you that he's willing to sacrifice and make sure he follows through with those sacrifices. But sis, you are done sacrificing. You are done being planned B, C, D. You're done with that. You're done with that. He has got to prove to you he wants to be in your life. So it's time for him to start doing the work on your business and your work and helping you grow your life sacrificially to prove to you that actually he's serious and undo the errors of the last five years. That's all I'd say. If you really do hope that it could turn into something, You've done the work now. It's his turn. His, 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 it's his turn. That's kind. Right. I said I'm trying to not be so cutthroat and mm. understand where people are coming from. Yeah, no, I hear it. Love is love, Sha. Do you get what I mean? Bondage is bondage too, so. We're going to ease off of that. <laughs> <laughs> and actually head into one, uh, which is, you know, we're going to take our foot off the gas pedal of relationships for a bit okay. and put it onto education for Boy. a minute. And this one is actually specifically directed to you. Aww. So... Hello, sisters. I suspect I am much younger than most of the sisters in this space, um, but I'm happy to be here nonetheless. Hey, sisters. We love to have you. We love it. I'm so happy I stumbled across your channel and have been here for the ride ever since. My dilemma is especially for Renee. In the last episode of the podcast, you spoke about your academic journey, and I found it so inspiring since I'm only in my first year of sixth form at 16 years old Mm -hmm. studying law. I foresee myself going on to Harvard for my master's just like you but I fear that since I didn't perform so well for the first year I may not get in first year has been really difficult for many reasons because of COVID Mm -hmm. I wasn't able to travel down to school and so had to do the entire year online Mm -hmm. and in the midst of that I actually caught the virus in time for my first exam and also lost my grandfather during that period Mm -hmm. I know that people say the first year doesn't really count but I just want to know how well your first year Mm -hmm. impacted your chances at Harvard um so I'm assuming this is in the first year of sixth form slash college if she's 16 years old mm-hmm. um turning 17 but mm. over to you okay um for the masters if mm. we're talking about sixth form nobody care about your first <laughs> to, be very, to be very <laughs> frank I would be more like I even as you were like talking Courtney I thought that this was a dilemma from a first year university student but then I yeah. also realized oh okay you're quite young yeah. so in terms of the actual first year of like sixth form yeah that really doesn't matter at all you only declare the very end of your exam yeah, anyway final so, grades. yeah your final grades when it pertains to sixth form when it comes to university however um, that one is a little bit more tricky insofar as you will have to declare like your first year grades depending on the university you go to mm. so I went to Oxford we don't declare our first year university grades because it doesn't count towards our final mark so mm. it was slightly different but speaking towards sixth form girl no <laughs> <laughs> what I will say however is it may impact your university choice because from the dilemma it sounds like you want to go to Harvard for your master's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you need to be thinking more so about your actual university that you want to get into first and kind of like focus on that yeah. area of your life first before thinking about like I think it's amazing that you have such foresight and I wish I had that kind of foresight Massively. because Courtney already knows and you guys already know from like my journey I was very um 
slapdash about the timings. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would definitely say try and focus on just getting into university first, mm. getting your undergraduate degree first, um, and then thinking about how that's now going to impact your master's. Yeah. In terms of where you're at right now, um, when you are applying to university, there are mitigating circumstances and there are, yes. you know, contextual information that you can provide to your university. So a lot of people tend to like worry all willy nilly about the fact that, you know, COVID, which is actually a pandemic, has actively impacted their university um, grades or their, you know, sixth form grades or GCSE grades or high school grades or whatever it is. Mm. Um, as long as you can string together a very compelling narrative as to why you may not have done your best, mm. as well as actively trying to do your best irrespective of the circumstances, mm. you should actually be fine. Definitely. Um, I think it's really, really inspiring that this is the kind of trajectory that you see for yourself. And I wish you genuinely all the best. And mm. I hope that you know, the content that we have created so far has actually been helpful insofar as like helping you with those decision, yeah. um, decisions that you have to make. Um, but yeah, I would definitely say like, take a deep breath, you know, um, chill out. Mm. I know you've got a, you know, game plan and master plan for your life as mm. it pertains to your academic trajectory. But I would very much encourage you to take it one step at a time, at least at this stage mm. um, and try and, make sure that you've got everything that you need for the next step rather than for the next like 10 steps because mm. oftentimes you can focus so much on kind of like the far far future that you forget that the present and the very near future is what will actively be the building blocks for that exactly. very very far future yeah. um but yeah, and also I very, very, very much resonate with the fact that you've had to do school online. Both of my little sisters were in the exact same predicament. Mm. In fact, in the exact, like to a <laughs> um, predicament where they've had to do all of their exams online, mm. where they've had to, you know, figure out how to do X, Y, Z um, in the midst of a pandemic. Yeah. So it's very unfortunate that your generation was indeed the COVID generation of schooling. Mm. Um, but yeah, there are ways that you can kind of like get around that. So yeah. Yeah, that's love my that. answer. I, I love that. If Courtney, there's anything you want to like add to that mm. at all? Yeah, I think I think you're right. Everything uh, is a stepping stone, and everything this year will impact obviously next year. You have to take everything a step at a time. Mm. So your first year of sixth form may impact your second year of sixth form. I know that with the way um, in the UK sixth form and colleges are kind of start uh, studying for A levels, the system is more so you don't even get AS level grades. Yeah. So everything really is riding on your final year, um, which you can, you know, really choose to go hard at. But like you said, there's mitigating circumstances, there's contextual um, information that you can give that will hopefully make, I mean, the whole world is going through the same thing. So yeah. people will definitely be um, more understanding of circumstances like this. As long as you communicate that and you're mm. clear about that um, and you, you don't fight this alone, you're just very honest with teachers or whatever officials that this is what you you're going through um things typically work out together um but this year affects next year next year affects uh, your undergraduate degree and then your undergraduate degree will affect your harvard application so take everything like renee said a step at a time um but i am super super proud like i just feel like it's crazy that at 16 you're thinking of this and mm. we are so proud of you. We know that you are going to go far no matter what um, actually happens. And yeah, we are supporting you whatever way we can. Please feel free to message us, email us and we can help you through the journey. But um, well done. Well done. And keep being ambitious, sis. Honestly. Keep driving and aspiring for more um, and keep up the amazing work. That's we all I'll say. Yeah. <laughs>
such a wholesome very, little dilemma, man. Very lovely. Just something light. Something, something light, something breezy. Something easy, breezy. breezy, beautiful. We love cover girl. Cover girl. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, moving on to another dilemma, which is also of the wholesome persuasion. Oh, nice. No, okay. Um, so, firstly, mm. I love you guys and I love this podcast, honestly. Because Man, guys, like, it always makes me so happy to see these days. It's just like, oh, you guys really love our chitter chatter. <laughs> <laughs> that was so romantic. I love it. I love it. Um, I'm a young woman still at university trying to navigate this adulting thing. By the way, it's oh, the ghetto. We, we understand. Girl. Oh, you know, it's actively try to kill us Honest a couple of times. God. Um, but I ask how to find friends with the same values as me. Mm. For example, I have this friend and I love them to pieces, but they don't really believe in the same religious values as I do. Mm. They would rather much go out than stay in. Mm. They don't put in the same efforts into university work as I do. Mm. And I always see myself becoming the person that has to motivate them or help them with university work. I have no problems with friends who are different to me, but I'd also like to cultivate relationships with people who are a bit more similar in values to me. What's your advice? Really tricky one. Mm. Um, Everyone's very different and you can't force people to be what they are not. Um, But I also understand having certain needs for the support system that is around you. Mm. I think I would, I, I would have two things to this. Firstly, have you tried to have conversations with your friends that is not trying to force them to be something they're not, but actually trying to understand where they stand Mm -hmm. on the things that are important to you. As a person of faith, you may want to have a conversation about something that would easily be relatable for people, other people of faith, but for people who aren't, you know, faith-filled or whatever, they don't really relate to that. Mm. Don't have that conversation. Instead, have a conversation about your friend's actual religious views or lack thereof and get understanding about them rather than trying to make them something that they are not or push them into a particular corner Mm. because they will constantly fall short. Instead, ask them their thoughts, their philosophical thoughts, their values, their morals, what has um, fueled what they believe, right? And it may not be the answers that you want, but it will help you to actually understand the people that are in front of you Mm. rather than trying to make them into the perfect friends you have friends who are people, they have a history, they have their own um, experience of life. And the journey of friendship is about getting to know that aspect of them, what Mm. they really are, not what you want them to be. So have conversations that allow them to share more of themselves. um, And I think that that will then open the door for you to A, know more about them, love them more, but then also have more conversations about the things that you believe and and be able to challenge their ways of thinking and also have them challenge your way of thinking. Um, But then the second aspect is you may want to then get into an environment where you'll find people who are similar to you. Mm. So if you're, for example, a person of faith, going to a place of worship will help you find people who are similar to you. Or if you want to find people who are really studious, then go to a particular academic club or something like that and join that forum so that you can find people who clearly obviously have the same values 
as you in, mm-hmm, and same mm-hmm. interest as you because you've met in that context yeah. that will expose you to those sorts of people um but the friends that you currently have i think learn more about them do encourage them it may be your place that, i mean we a lot of us are always looking for supportive friends yeah. but you may be in a dynamic where it may be your place right now in their lives to support them and challenge them and be there for them and yes that can feel really laborious if you don't have people supporting you which mm. may be exactly why you need to go and find other friends but i wouldn't say just drop your friends because they don't think like you and they don't act like you um if it's not affecting the way that you behave but you can maybe be a positive force in their life um not an overpowering force but a positive force and a Mm. a supportive person then still be there still offer them what they need you never know what transformation your friendship could bring to their life and vice versa that's what i'd say i love that so much courtney like you literally said a lot of the points that I was thinking, um, insofar as like, you know, putting yourself in a position to actually find new friends, if that's Mm. what you desire, that are actively like you. Mm. Um, A lot of us kind of feel like it's rocket science to find new people to make friends with. But sometimes it's actually an environmental thing where you actually need to go to places of interest. This is it. And mingle and find them and, you know, chat. Um, and I also love the point that you said about, you know, investing in your current relationships and trying to diagnose if there is a problem there, because I think oftentimes the temptation is to mm. look outside as soon as there's a problem or a misalignment mm. without actually trying to see, okay, cool, where can we actually, you know, see if there's any synergy still yeah. and work around it so yeah. that you can have a functional friendship that doesn't necessarily mean you have to find a carbon copy of yourself. Yeah. Um, And then finally, touching on just the power dynamic as well, because it seems that this is not just about a value thing, Mm. but also about a dynamic thing where sis actually just wants friends to support her. Mm. And there's that underlying, I feel like I'm the positive influence in my life and I really want that for me. Um, And I think being very, like when it comes to communication, being very direct with it and Mm. saying, you know, this is what I would like in a relationship or Mm. a friendship or like if you are feeling as though you're not being supported as Courtney said it may be that this is the season that you're in in your friendship um as opposed to it being a long-term thing Mm. I mean we don't know anything about you guys' long-term relationship Mm. with this particular friend of yours but it might be the case that if it's a particular time in her life where she's going through a lot and she does need that support um then it may look like you giving 70 versus you know you giving 50 Mm. um and you know vice versa yeah but yeah i think it's not a bad thing to want supportive friends in fact it's a very good and healthy thing um and just making sure that you're clear about that and also investing in the relationships that you actually actively have already Mm. is super super important um and then also actually identifying what your values are Mm. because i think that these are some of them are values but some of them are also just characteristics Mm. so i think in terms of religious values okay Mm. i hear that Mm -hmm. but in terms of they would much rather go out and stay Mm. in that's more introversion versus extroversion um motivate them and you know helping them with university work i'm not too sure i mean that could be a value thing um but it also could be again a seasonal thing it doesn't you know because of um, her not necessarily putting in the work to do university work, that may not be a um, value call or value judgment insofar as her not valuing university education. Mm. It could be that she's actually dealing with something right now. Or, you know, there's an underlying issue. Or she Um, learns differently to you. 
precisely this. Yeah. So I think, yeah, figuring out as well, what exactly are your values as well as what are the kind of characteristics you would like to see in a friend? Yeah. Um, and also giving grace to understand that sometimes your friend will not, a friend that has the same values as you does not manifest them the same way that you do as yeah, well. Yeah, um, that's very so true. So giving some grace around that area is also super important. Like me and Courtney, we share very, very similar values, but the way that we manifest it or talk about yeah. it can look and see, sound and be very, very different. Um, so yeah, I don't think that this is a particularly overcomplicated dilemma. Mm-hmm. I think it's one that just requires a little bit of grace, um, a little bit of self-awareness, yeah. a little bit of, okay, let's see what we can do with this yeah. um, before actively, I guess, dumping a friend or dumping friendships. Um, but yeah, all relationships require work. And I think this, this one it. definitely sounds like something we could work with for a bit. Yeah. Um, if it, you know turns into something that's a little bit more toxic you know you know the vibes here get out you know the vibes deuces deuces but we give it a good bash before we give it a it's good true bash. it's true it's good true bash. we do can't no. say we didn't try we're tryers can't say we didn't try there you go wow just like that i that felt like it went absolutely quickly. just like that four dilemmas wow we went through four, four different but it girls like, Courtney, it literally felt like we had just sat down because it's a good chin wag i'm <laughs> telling you us and the sisters just just in just in just in it goes by real quick but wow this is wow. only the beginning of many more Honestly, le- guys, let us know. Did you enjoy this episode? Yeah. Would you prefer us to go through um, more dilemmas? This is very much a conversation between us and you guys. Um, yeah. And also, if you have a dilemma, please, please, please send us an email at hello at twomysisters.com. You can also send us a dilemma through our website at www.twomysisters.com. We're also available on our Instagram. Oh, this feels like a, wow. like a, a whole... It's a commercial. You know, it's a commercial. We've yeah. got our commercial voices on. You Do guys it. know the drill. You can send us a DM on Instagram at to my sisterhood, as well as on Twitter at to my sisterhood. Yeah. And we it's not even just a thing where, you know, we want to receive your dilemmas. This is a community, guys. We want to hear what are your two pence on some of Please. these dilemmas? We've Please. been seeing some of the comments on YouTube and we've been loving them. Yeah. And you know, the sisters can always do it with a sister who has either experienced it before or who's has, you know, some kind of insight. Yeah. Um, we want to make sure that we're really doing our duty of care insofar as fostering those key relationships. Yeah. And you guys feeling that, you know, you're not just getting our perspective, but also the wholesome sisters that form the TMS community. So by all means, please, please drop a comment, um, tag us on Instagram. We see you tag us on um, Twitter and let us know, what did you have to think about some of these dilemmas? Yeah. And of course, if you want to see us, if you want to talk to us directly, you know, want to see where we're at, what we're doing on our pages. want to follow us what we get up to in our daily lives all of the shenanigans (laughs) because we be shenanigans we be shenanigans (laughs) you want to follow us directly you can always come and say hello to us on our personal pages at cd wateng and at renee kapuku yes and of course you can rustle up a conversation over on twitter go and disturb the timeline yeah russell Oh, the vocabulary the is English coming is through. English. That Some degree on my wall. You, you're <laughs> I'm screaming. <laughs> <laughs> 
their degree on my wall is not going to waste. Um, Yes, but if you want to rustle up a conversation over on the timeline on Twitter, then hashtag to my sisters. And of course, what are you doing, sis? What are you doing? Why are you not on the mailing list? Uh, We be dropping serious glow and grow tips on the mailing list weekly so join the exclusive mailing list by going to our website and just popping in your email address and signing up please do yourself a favor join the gang but after this week of getting into each other's business we just want to say we love you guys we do you're gonna be great you're gonna flourish you are we are here to support you and to love you and to see you on a true journey of growing and glowing so this is your weekly reminder sis keep glowing and growing Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 